in now! The Christor of God the Krampus welcomes you to Slash Yuletide! Slash Yuletide? Slash Yuletide! I love Tide. it. Slash Yuletide. We bring Slash Yuletidings of great joy. Yes! Uh, that's a mouthful to say. We bring Slash Yuletidings of great joy to With you. Plenty of roasted chestnuts, if you know mm-hmm. what I mean. All up on that open fire. Um, yummy, 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 yummy in my tummy, tummy, tummy. Hello, <laughs> Andy, and happy holidays to you, brother. Here we go. Yes. Happy holidays to you, friend. And as you probably heard me talking to my boy Andy, this is your boy Nick. Uh, we're here for uh, this season's 2023 slash Yule Tide. Yeah. And we're happy to be with you, but just go ahead and get it out of the way, Andy. You know, I'm just going to go and get out of the way. You know, Please. just tell them what we do. We're a podcast that just right. likes to talk about old, you know, slasher, new, whatever. Right. We don't care. We just love campy, yep. forgot, sometimes forgotten horror yeah. movies, slasher movies. We just dive into it. Mm-hmm. You remember when we started like 12 years ago? Um, <laughs> and we thought we thought ago. we were just going to do like old school, but we just found yeah. out that so many people that like us that loved old school are now directing because they were so influenced by yeah. they were so influenced by that. Yeah. So we opened up. Yeah, we dipped in. We into opened like, up the doors and just allowed everyone to come yep. caress our nipples. I mean, we it's, did. Uh, I I seem to remember. Yeah, we we stuck to 1977 to 1988, but then we're like, oh, here's one from 1993, and then oh, here's one from 2001, and before you know it, we're like, fuck it, let's just open it up because there are a lot. You're right. We are uh, consistent. We are mm. on episode 362. No, we're on episode 130. 100. Oh, that's kind of an even number. That's pretty rad. It is episode it's a 10. Yeah. One up, one uh, episode one hundred and thirty. Yeah. Uh, we are uh, going to spoil this movie. We have a lot to talk about about this one that we have brought into the stocking of our Yule Tide goodness. Um, you can find us on Instagram slash you underscore podcast. You can find us on the World Wide Web at slash youpodcast dot com or give us an email slash youpodcast at gmail dot com. Um. I've deactivated the OnlyFans account for now because Andy, to believe it or not, man, you know, like I, I posted a photo of my bare ass today on our Instagram account. Oh, really? I hadn't noticed. <laughs> And then I just realized most of our fans are dudes. Yeah. So it's like, there hey, here's some dude butt dudes. <laughs> some dude butt dudes. Here's some dude butt. Hope you enjoy the aye, dude aye, butt. Aye. Hey, real quick, Andy, I'm going to try this uh, alcohol-free wine. I've never... It's not grape juice, but it's it's called Frey. So what makes it wine, then? Like, no, I don't it's know. It's not fermented? I don't understand how it works. I don't know. It's de-alcohol, de-alcoholized Chardonnay wine. So somehow they got it out. But here we go. So they just made wine and then took the alcohol mm, out. Got a lot of oaky Fumunda oak. Fumunda <laughs> oak. Here we go. Here we go. He's drinking. Making a face. It's not bad. Not bad face. Not bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not bad. I mean, like you know, it's good. not wine. I mean, that was my Achilles sure. heel. I think I really enjoyed wine as a. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad you like it. Well, I'm gonna enjoy some wine as we dive into a movie. Again, that's wrapped up with a bow under the Christmas tree. 2012, one hour, 34 minutes. Silent Night. Hey, real quick, didn't you tell me there's like 1,200 there's movies? There's a bunch of Silent Night. Yeah, there's, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't count. I mean, there's at least four or five. The But there, when we were looking what we wanted to do this week, Silent Night from 2012, to be very specific, because there's one from 2021 starring Kira Knightley. And other people, and then there's one coming out, yeah. which you and I saw the trailer for trailer when we went saw and saw Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah, uh, just called Silent Night. <laughs> just about a guy that loses his voice. It, yeah, he loses his voice in a drive-by shooting by getting yeah. shot in the throat. 
same shooting also kills his son and he goes on a, a revenge tour where he cannot talk he should, so he should hook, yeah he should hook up with that dude jim from the office when he made quiet place you know because then oh, that, yeah. dude would, that dude would rule that, that land because he couldn't true. talk yeah so uh this is called silent night 2012. 2012. Um, available on Amazon Prime. I bought it $8.99. It's a good... Or $7.99. I'm bucks. glad we watched it. I'm going to yeah. go ahead and just get that out of the way. I mean, yeah. for uh, for what we do here at the U, mm-hmm. on our beautiful campus here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, uh, I'm, I'm proud of this one. Yeah. It's kind of like, Andy, this movie is like if an influencer saw Silent Night, Deadly Night and wanted to remake it. Well, kind of remake it. Yep. Well, not really remake it, but he's just kind of influenced by it, or they're kind of influenced by it, but they just want to put more gun and boobs in it. <laughs> so this I is agree. what that movie's like. This is billed as kind of a loose remake of 1984's Killer Santa I classic mean, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Okay. Sorry. Shot in Canada, set in the fictional town of Cryer, Wisconsin. Wisconsin, yeah, they mentioned Milwaukee in this, they too. They do, they mentioned a Milwaukee. A couple elopes to Wisconsin, Milwaukee, yeah. Wisconsin. I was like, drink. Yep, but uh, I looked it up. There is no such town. As Cryer. You know why they named it that, don't you? I don't. Okay, this is Everybody not fake news. I'm just going to go into it. Yeah, because when this film came out, this movie was protested. Because, again, oh. even though it's only like 12 years ago, but you remember when Silent Night, Deadly Night came out back in the 80s? That shit, people were like fucking going nuts. And it was concerned and terrified Milwaukee Karens kicking off a protest against it. I guess it was sitting around in Milwaukee, but let's not talk yeah. about where the city. I mean, it's probably yeah. out where you live, Tosa. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah, yeah. Brookfield. Like, yeah. how can they make a Silent Night movie? a bunch of Brookfield moms. <laughs> Elm Grove. Karen's going, eh. If you're not familiar with this town, everyone's got a town like this. It's mm. just where uh, Karen's live. Yeah. And, and they have a mall. Sorry. They still to, have a mall. Yeah. They still have a mall that actually functions and sorry works. Sorry to anybody named Karen, but oh, yeah. that's sorry. the term nowadays for a I woman they, who wants to see the manager. Yeah. A woman who wants to see the manager. Yeah, but this over was, every but, little thing. But they so the director was like, "Well, let's just name it Crier because they were all crying about it." So I thought that was kind of. I love cool. it. Yeah. So and you're right. Well, we're gonna point out all of the nods in this movie that there are to Silent Night, Deadly Night from 1984 because this movie does pay a homage. Homage. Homage to that one. Well, Andy, my uh, jingle bells are ringing, Ooh, and I love uh, it. As lo- uh, alongside my jingle balls, mm. so I'm ready to get into it. To it. To it. Right to it. To it. To it. To it. And now, now, it's time for Andy motherfucking Demos's Cliff Killer notes, 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 notes. Brought to you by Bandanas. If you want to wear something on your head, or if you want to pretend you're a bank robber, grab a bandana, dana, dana. And now, now, now. No, no, Andy's, Andy's, Cliff Kill, happy holidays, motherfucking, no, 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 Thank you, bandanas. <laughs> My dogs wear bandanas around their pretty little, cute little necks. I should have thought of that. They're adorable. So, the Cliff Kill Notes, a brief summary of the movie so you can follow along as we take you through it. We are going to spoil the whole thing. Not sure if we mentioned that, but we are going to spoil it all. Available on Amazon Prime and probably, uh, I think, on Stars as well. Uh, it's Christmas Eve in the sleepy little town of Cryer, Wisconsin. Everyone's getting ready for the annual Santa parade and to celebrate the season with friends and family. There is a killer Santa on the loose. He knows who's been not nice. And he's on a a killing spree dealing out punishment. Uh, Sheriff (gasps) Cooper... Uh, played by Malcolm McDowell, big name in this movie. Detective and Loomis. Deputy Aubrey Bradamore have figured out, have to figure out who the real killer is before the whole town is thrown into chaos and more innocent but naughty lives get lost. Yay! So, I like that. I, punish. It's pretty simple, yeah. Instead of saying punish, he 
not nice. Because that's the only thing, really, just to kind of fast forward into the movie. It's the only thing yeah. our killer says at one point is, not nice. Otherwise, he's silent. Very much silent. He's a silent killer. Silent yeah. killer. Much like my farts. Not- yeah. <laughs> Silent but deadly. Oh, God. All right, Dad. Those are nice new balances you're wearing. No, but that is a good call because he he is like the the our killer Ricky yeah. in the Silent Night Deadly Nights, you know, punish. Yeah. Naughty. Right. So this is kind of cool. And I kind of think it's cool how in the opening, it's a very eerie opening, Andy. It's Super. like while the credits roll, it's an interior. It's dark. Uh like up on the house by Gene Autry plays up like very haunting up reindeer but they kind of slow it down a little bit like yeah. and so it's 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 really cool like I the filters they put on this film mm-hmm. like through the camera work and the lighting I kind of it drew me in mm-hmm. um, I agree I, I'm really you know I, I was really captivated by the beginning even first watch so it's like as this is happening it looks like we are in an abandoned house yeah, it's kind yeah, of a trashy say. looking house. The sink doesn't look in great shape because yeah, there's a guy there yeah, he's, shaving. Yeah, he's shaving and he's getting together a, a Santa costume mm-hmm. and a woman screams in a makeshift room. She's wearing nothing but a tank top and underwear and Andy, she's bound up. Yeah. Andy, this is what you would imagine to be like if you were kidnapped and thrown in a room and, uh, you know, just let's say uh, for for sake of purposes, slasher horror movies, tortured, this is the room yeah. I would fi- think he would be in. Yeah, not they much in there. Yeah. Rundown house, mattress on the floor. No totally. no bedding. <laughs> and yeah, this lady's all uh, hog tied up. Yep. And um, bound and gagged and screaming, muffled screams, while this man clips his nails, shaves. Like we said, he calmly grabs a plastic mask out of his suitcase, cuts like the bottom half of the mask off, like below the nose. Yes. The mouth and nose. He cuts that off and he glues like a white beard onto it to make it look like a really creepy Santa mask. It is good. It's a good mask. It's a cool mask because around the eyes is black. Yep. And then when this guy puts it on, his eyes are sunken back. So it looks like he's looking at you with two burned out non-existent sockets where his eyes would be. I, I, uh, very scary. Very scary. I, the, you don't see his eyeballs. Yeah, no. The, <laughs> very few the, shots in the movie, the, you know. The detail to this costume is yeah. great, but again, it's always that trope which we saw on Thanksgiving. Yeah. John Carver, the Scream movies, like everyone's going to be dressed up as Santa Yeah. as you kind of get that because like you mentioned in your Cliff Kill notes, there's a Santa parade going on. Yep. So you know there's going to be some tropes of, is that him? Yeah. Well, you know? there's a whole crowd of them. <laughs> How am I supposed to find him? Oh my God. It, duh. We no, that's coming. Yeah. He's he's six feet tall dressed as Santa. Well, that describes everybody. You know? Yay! So, we see, that is so well so played many. out. Yeah. Hell yes. So we nope. go to a man who's down in the basement calling for help. I assume in the basement of the same house yelling for help. Yep. And I label this guy for now Bad Santa. Comes downstairs. I call him Evil Santa. Evil Santa. This man is uh, tied up to a chair with Christmas lights instead of rope. And he claims... Uh, you know, I didn't know she was married, man. She's yeah, not pleading. wearing a ring. Yeah. Totally. He's pleading Please. to Santa. Like, he's like, dude. He thinks she this was... guy's the husband. Yeah, because he, he's like, she was begging for it. Like, yeah. you wouldn't tell that to a husband. Like, your wife was begging for my dick, dude. Like, that <laughs> not, would be yeah, like. Yeah, it's not my fault. <laughs> I tripped. Right? <laughs> like, I mean, sir, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, didn't know she, I didn't know she was married. She wasn't wearing a ring, which right. he eventually gets to. He eventually says, dude, I didn't know she was married. Yep. But again, like uh, Andy pointed out, he thinks that uh, the girl upstairs. You know who I guess he was fooling around with. Yeah, 
was this deranged evil Santa's wife. wife. Yep. And that's not true. Nope. Uh, we'll learn all the details a little later. But details. We'll, uh, we'll point out right now, this guy is Deputy Jordan. Yep. Uh, he, so we, we don't know that at this He's point in the, the movie. He's with the Crier Police Force. He's with the Crier uh, Wisconsin Police Force. This Santa uh, stares at him menacingly. I just love this. holding an axe. Just staring at him. Uh, kind of creepy. And Deputy Jordan realized that this man isn't, in fact, the woman's husband. He's just a fucking psycho. <laughs> oh, you're not the husband. You're just some wacko. That's so Santa. <laughs> I mean, because when he walks away, I- I'm glad you brought that up, mm-hmm. Andy, because I did too. I was like, I love the scene where he's just staring at him. He's like, dude, what are you going to do? And so yeah. he walks away. He's like, so Deputy Jordan almost thinks he's got away with it. Like, he's like, oh, he's just going to leave me alone. He just yeah. wanted to scare me. But he makes his way to a. Uh, There's like a battery yeah. that's there plugged into the wires plugged into at first i thought there was water on the floor and the, and the floor was kind of wet but i don't think it had anything to do with this i think he just had I, it hitched i saw up. the witness too but I, maybe it plays I think he just had it hitched up to this metal chair and he turns on the battery and i'm sure that electricity tickled his nuts yeah, a little bit because of the water yeah he, he electrocutes jeffrey jordan but scalds him the, his head is scalded yeah i mean electricity's hot the uh <laughs> yep. the the lights uh, light bulbs and the string of lights pop and this poor dude just fries to death we're Hardly five minutes in, and there's already a gruesome kill. Yeah, not even five minutes in, yeah. and that's when we get the Silent Night title. Yep. Um, and again, Andy, I just want to point out that entire scene of the open, the opening scene of this movie, well worth the watch just by itself, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Mm-hmm. A very well done, creepy Gene Autry song, and how they bring it together. Man, I am a cinephile dick. Oh Fuck. yeah, we both are. Now it's that fine. I'm, yeah, now like, now that I feel you're like a, a sober one. Yeah, <laughs> alcohol free. <laughs> Alcohol-free one. one. <laughs> California sober. Like I'm like, like I just I just want to explore this more with a juxtaposition. Um, no, but again, it's it's the entire yeah. shot so well. So we're welcoming uh, into Cryer, Wisconsin, Cryer, Wisconsin, and we're welcomed into the bedroom of uh, Aubrey Brannigan. Brannamore. Brannamore. Hey, Andy, I, I think this is now Christmas Eve because yes. I think that happened like a few days ago. It did. Yes. We're going to learn all so about it. So now we are Christmas Eve in uh, yep. the bedroom of uh, Aubrey, Aubrey, our uh, our main character. Our hero. Our hero. Yeah. And uh, the deputy, Yep. a, a police officer. She wakes up to a, a ringing telephone. It's uh, Sheriff Cooper, played Do- by Malcolm McDowell. Dr. Loomis. I called yeah. him Loomis throughout my oh, whole notes. Oh, you did? Notes. Well, yeah, well, I mean, I just think people would know it better. Like. I suppose. He <laughs> has been in a lot of stuff. Um, Clockwork Orange and oh, all, dude, all kinds everything. of things. Yeah. She's the man? He's <laughs> Right. He's known for that. I heard <laughs> I mean, he won seriously. some awards for She's the Man. Yeah. But in any case, he needs her at work because Deputy Jordan is MIA. No one has seen him since Thursday. So that's where our opening scene was taking place. Uh at least a few days beforehand. Um, it's funny because uh, uh, Sheriff, or I'm sorry, Deputy Aubrey has had a tragedy in her past. This is her first Christmas without her her husband, John. We're assuming he passed away somehow. But Sheriff's not buying. He's like, okay, cool. I'll see you later then. Yeah, you know? your first Christmas without John, I give a fuck. Yeah, he's I'll like, see you. I guess I'll see you there. You signed you up know? to be to protect and serve. Yep. Get your ass in here. This parade's going to be crazy right. with drunk Santas. Yep. I need you tonight. Deputy Jordan Snow is MIA. We need you. Get here or or you're done. So um, they assume that uh, Deputy Jordan ran off with a woman. So Aubrey gets ready for work. Uh, she's doing a crossword puzzle, Nick. Yeah, a six-sided item with nine letters. Starts with S. And she couldn't figure it out. So I thought this was really supposed to mean something, but did Me it? Me too. Nah, not really. It came back later. It was a I mean, fun it little. Did. Yeah, it's and I'll still... get cinephily when it comes back if oh, you want. Oh, okay. 
So, but she's living with her parents. Yes, I guess because of the incident or whatever happened whatever with John. Whatever happened with her husband, yeah. And uh, her dad kind of look, looks like Santa. Yeah, a jolly guy. Yeah, um, little on the chubby side. Yeah, got a cute looks, guy. Looks like Santa, so I figure he's gonna probably be in this parade. Yep. And Andy, he's an ex-cop. Yeah, he's an ex-cop. And did you notice he does get a package? I didn't really yeah. start getting that until the second watch. Right. This Aubrey's movie, mom says a little red gift. This showed up in the mailbox. Um. Want yeah. to dive this into uh, your head for a second? Side note: mm -hmm. Second watch did wonders for me. Yeah, honestly, for sure. Honestly, uh, I agree. Uh, I, I noticed. Missed a, I missed a lot of things. I noticed the little red gift right away, just because there's a line associated with it. She said, "This showed up in the mailbox." Oh, hmm, who's that? Who's that from? And that was it. Yeah, my mine was this, which we'll get to. Mine was like they've had these these killings in this small town, and they're in Wisconsin, Milwaukee, Madison. You know, there's a lot of big, you know. Why aren't they calling fucking uh, the state troopers? Why are they calling oh, the FBI? They explained that too. Yes. And so yeah. I didn't get that until Second Watch, and we'll get to that. But Second Watch for me, I put on the subtitles. Watch. I put on subtitles. Oh, it's yeah, just so easier for me to catch things so, with um, subtitles on. Anyway, this scene is just, you know, her, she loves her parents. Her parents love her. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Her parents, Nick, are so sweet that you just know something's going to happen to them. <laughs> Well, it's one of those things where they're just like, they're holding each other smiling as their little, as their daughter goes off to work and they're just like, we love you. Have a great day. So proud of you. Blah, blah, blah. These people are in for it. My dumbass, <laughs> my dumbass thought the dad was a killer. <laughs> He's not. Uh, I was just, I really, I've seen so many that when, when you've seen so many of these movies that when there's a nice loving couple, and in this case, mom and dad, proud of their daughter, cop sending her off to work dad's i'm so proud of you you're great keep up the good work i'm like tragedy is going to befall these people well that's because <laughs> nobody's that nice yeah. and stays completely in, uh, clean throughout yeah. the movie something's gonna happen to them students make sure you, uh, you rewind and uh, grab everything that uh professor andy just said because he is yeah. testifying yeah and preaching the good word because <laughs> this is really cutesy scene i mean yeah. i just kind of wrote that's all i wrote in my notes all cutesy and shit right so she hops in her uh car she drives the town and eventually uh she pulls up so we can meet the mayor of yeah. Cryer, wisconsin a little frazzled because he's got to entertain guests on christmas eve he's putting up lights you know got but, a lot to do we also meet his daughter Tiffany, his oldest daughter Tiffany. Yeah, she comes out dressed uh, inappropriately, according to Dad. Heavy metal party girls, kind of like she's how I would describe got, her. Uh, she essentially has sexy Santa outfit on. Yes. Like if you're gonna go with sexy Santa for Halloween, this was it. Uh, and he's just like Tiffany, please put something else on. I, I I can't. I got people, important people coming over later, and I really need you to look presentable, sort of yeah. thing. And she's just like Dad, no, like. <laughs> You're the mayor, and he. She says something about like if you really cared about this town, you wouldn't be knocking down, you know, taking over tribal land to put up a new road. Put up a new road, a bigger road. Just like this road is necessary, or the town will die. And she's like, this town's already dead. But yeah, she's right because we yeah. find out the mill closed. Tiffany yeah. looks like the kind of girl if you went up to her and said, "Yo, you want to go back to my car and smoke a doob and listen to some Limp Biscuit?" She'd be like, "Fuck yeah!" It does. She does strike me as that kind of gal. Uh, but she is, it is this typical story of a small town anywhere in America where the mill closed and people are kind of yeah. struggling to get no, by. No, that's a good call. Yeah. Definitely a Midwest Christmas that's kind of yeah. sad, depressing, but the, the town is still trying to move on, yeah. press on. And this is uh, a great scene because we cut to a home where we uh, meet uh, uh, just a, a mom that just looks disheartened and her bratty fucking 
preteen or teenage, yeah. I would say young teenage girl who She's is 14. Just like, Mom, get the fuck off your ass. Go get the keys. You're taking me the mall. She's a fucking brat, Andy. She's a bratty little girl. Thank right. you. Mom's trying to, struggling to like open yes. heart pills. Yes. And kid knocks them out of her hands. And she's like, Sweetie, those are my pills. Mom needs those. And she's like, No, you need to grab your purse. Uh, bring me to the mall. So she's a total B word uh, for a little kid. Demands mom take her to the mall bitch. now. She's a bitch. Yep. Suddenly there's a, no- a mom exits the room and there's a knock at the door. And the little girl, I say little girl, she's 14. I don't know. Teenage bitch answers the she door. Looks little, she looks a little older. She yeah. looks like a preteen. Yeah. Me. But like she's identified later as a 14 year old. Yeah. 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 Totally. Answers the door and it's Santa. Our bad Santa. Evil Santa. Evil Santa. He, and she's like, what the, you know, what the fuck is this? Yeah, kind of a cock to him. Yeah, a little, little brat to him. He opens his bag, Santa's sack, and he has a cattle prod, Nick. <laughs> and she's like, I didn't ask for that. What am I supposed to do with this? And he starts shocking her. And he zaps her until she starts foaming at the mouth. <laughs> yes. And then we POV from her p- point of view as he skewers her with like some sort of thin blade. Poker. I poker. just put like a fire poker, fire poker or something. Poker. Yeah. He stabs her. And that's the end of that scene. And I, that's when I knew this guy means business. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that. I'm like, it just shows to me like when a movie takes a step that says, you know, okay, not killing animals, but we're going to kill kids. Mm-hmm. That to me is dark. Well, I'm not. I, I'm a connoisseur, so I'm not going to sit here and just you know discredit it for yeah. killing that little bratty girl. But I agree with you, brother. Yeah. Like when it went when they killed that kid, I was like, "Fuck yeah!" I knew he, things. Are, yeah, he's a code, and his code is you're either naughty or nice, yep. and naughty doesn't uh, doesn't discriminate uh, based on age. Punish. So <laughs> here we go. So. Um, finally, our uh, we cut to Aubrey, our main character, and before she heads to the station, she decides to pull into her church, yeah. where we meet Reverend fucking Creepy. Reverend Creepy McCreeperson. Reverend is there. Creaky, what in the fuck are you doing in my town, McBalls? Like, I don't know. What are you, I mean, Andy, it was a weird scene. She, right. I, I thought mean, he was. I thought he was going to pull out the little Reverend. Like I thought he was going to zip down. <laughs> yeah, he's like a molester guy. It's just weird because she's there. Probably to just reflect on, on, her, poor, on her poor husband, John, yeah. who's no longer with us. You know, she could have done this anywhere, but she chose to do it in a church. Sure. Makes sense. And it's her first Christmas without him. Reverend Madeley is I his name. I just called him Reverend Super creepy. Creeps. He sneaks up on her while she has her eyes closed. She might be praying. She might just be thinking. And yeah. he just sets his hand on her shoulder, which startles her. And he's just like, it's pretty empty in here, isn't it? I remember when it used to be a full house on <sighs> Christmas Eve. Now everybody has other things on their mind. Yeah. It's like John was a very important man to the church, Aubrey. And yes. We really miss him. Loss affects all of us in different ways. Something like oh. that. And and he just says, like, if there's anything I could do for you, anything at all. And he squeezes her shoulder. Yeah, he whips out his holy ghost. Yeah. <laughs> Let me know. Rubs it all over. She's obviously a little put off by this as anyone would be and uh leaves yeah because this thing about john and andy it's funny because jody thought he was alive he thought when when rebecca was chilling in the car it was joe that came up and when jody was like that's john i was like no john's dead but yeah. we were watching the movie so i really didn't get into it yeah. it was until my second watch to where they really needed just to kind of flesh out a little bit even like if it's a flashback what where she's thinking and she's because she I'll yeah. bring it up later, but there's a little bit of back lore that we could have gotten with John, but yeah. I just kind of like, you know, about John, who cares? Let's just move yeah. forward. But she finally makes it to the station, uh, Andy, where we're gonna int- we get introduced to a little bit more characters that know um, yep. that are kind of making fun of Deputy Joining being missing. Mm-hmm. We have Brenda. 
our uh, cute Asian receptionist dispatcher. dispatcher I call, call her the dispatcher. And um, they are, uh, she's spreading the gossip that Jordan and this new girl, gal pal of his, eloped to Milwaukee. Right. I heard it through the grapevine. Woohoo! Go Milwaukee! Um, okay, sure. let's, have him, let's have him on uh, as guests on the show next week. Yeah, sure. We'll have hey, uh, Deputy Jordan and ask him. <laughs> they quick shot of uh, what Aubrey looks in the sheriff's office, his empty desk. Did you notice he has a red and white little present on the on his desk? No, I noticed it. Good call, uh, brother. Second watch. She looks, notices the sheriff's not there. The presence on his desk, and she's like, "Where is everybody?" And uh, Brenda says, "The sheriff's out scanning the parade route for suspicious packages." And there's one on his desk. Yeah. And Giles, yes. Giles call. is another deputy. He's late. Uh, but he'll be here soon. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, Jordan disappeared. Rumor is they'll open in Milwaukee. So it's kind of like one of those things where it's Giles is that he shows up. Yeah. He's just, he's sick. He's, he's kind late. of like, is he the killer? He was late, Nick. Where was he? Was he killing 14 year olds? <laughs> no. I like how he brings up like, we're in a small town. What I miss an alien abduction, a fucking yeah. serial killer or something to to the facts where it's kind of like, dude, you have no idea what you're about to experience. Yeah. He pretty much is. Yeah. He's pointing out like, so what if I'm late? It's, it's fucking boring. Wisconsin. Yeah, there's yeah, nothing seriously. going on. There's like one Seven Eleven and a post office. Shut <laughs> yeah. the fuck up. There's not even any stoplights. Just stop <laughs> signs. There's so. an adult bookstore for truckers and a fucking gas station. That's it. <laughs> uh, but Brenda, our dispatcher, gets a call. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a neighbor who's making, uh, she's kind of reporting that there's a, a Santa in her neighborhood who's making rude uh, comments yep. to the kids. Really mean to the kids. And yeah. so they're like, get on an Aubrey. And so she's like, okay, I'll go check it out. She walks to town first, uh, the town square. We're, we're getting the idea, that Andy, that this is a small town. Yeah. She finally makes her way to this, this what I put, quote, unquote, traveling Santa. Yeah. How does he set up? What is it in for him? How does he make money? Like when Oh, you kids, have all kinds of questions about his business model. Well, because he's sitting in front of the neighborhood, and there is yeah. parents with kids waiting. Yep, there's And he's a looking line. at this kid, and he's like, yeah, your parents suck. They're going to sell you. Like, you know, he thinks he's like this philosopher fucking. He's like, kids need to know the real a you realist. Know, what what Christmas is really all about. But my question to you, Andy, is: so does he bring his own little tent with the deck? You know, because he's got presents around him, a chair yeah. he sits in. He doesn't he's even got have a any permit. Else. He's got a permit to do what he's doing. Right. How does he make money? Maybe Great. if there was a camera, like, hey, five dollars a picture with drunken Santa over here. Maybe. I don't know. Sorry to had to go off on this. No, for two that's minutes, an excellent point. I don't know how this man does it. If anybody it. has watched this movie, hit us up. So. um... He's a real dickbag, you yeah, know. That's Aubrey what I comes too. up to him and, and just questions him about like what's he we got some complaints that you're being kind of rude to the kids and you're you're Santa. Uh he has and she's like, Can I see like I don't know how they get on the scrapbook. Like he talks about where he's been or something and I don't know. He keeps a journal and she, or he I have a permit, can I see it? I don't remember, but he pulls out his journal and she pages through it to kind of get a it's got a collection of notes and pictures and things of the other cities that he's been to. I'm only mentioning it because it does come up a little later. It's important. So, uh, the actor who played this drunken traveling Santa was actually in a movie I really like called uh, "The Tao of Steve," filmed back in like the 2000. I think. Do you have the actor's name in front of you by chance? Yeah. Why? Uh, this actor because he's been in other stuff. It's, oh, um, he he's famous as hell. Donald, I don't want to start getting into it, but is it Donald Logue? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. He's uh yeah he's I think I recognized him from a sitcom I don't remember which one though he but, played like the dad that was like kind of like hey yeah you know he's I mean, Santa Jim Epstein yeah it's <laughs> it's cool character. because it, you know he does a good job he's really good at that kind of character that kind yeah. of snarky character but um 
you know, Aubrey is kind of like, you know, just it's a little bit of back and forth, you know, because she gets kind of pissed. Just before she can punch him. Yeah. Because he, <laughs> he's you know, an asshole. Because he's an asshole realist. <laughs> he looks at her and says, why aren't you at home with your hubby? And she's like, what the fuck did you just say? Yeah. And right then, Andy, she receives a call about a um, from Brenda about how someone has called about a smell coming from that abandoned house over there on Watson Street or whatever. Right. Um, and this is where she learns that Jordan was that lady that he was banging that supposedly he ran off to Milwaukee with. Yeah, goes by the name of Lana Roach. Yeah, um, I guess that's important because eventually we do have to kind of hear about her husband. That's the thing. Uh, Aubrey says, "Why can't Giles go check out the smell?" And um, Brenda says, "He's busy interviewing Alana Roach's husband because she's missing." And there you go. Yeah, that's the Perfect. that's the word. Alana ran off with uh, Deputy Jordan. So we cut to um, Joe now. Which is uh, the sheriff's daughter, oh. Tiffany's boyfriend. Yeah, I'd say he's a punk kid. He's a punk-ass kid. He plays in school. a band because he's he's at the uh, assisted living facility. He's talking to his grandpa, who's catatonic yep. in a chair, saying, um, I got to go meet my girlfriend, Tiffany. She's one of my groupies. I've been giving it to her real good. Yeah, Joe. And we get what I believe is one of our first nods to Silent Night, Deadly Night. Very because, much so. Uh, Joe reaches into Grandpa's wallet and takes all the money out and then says, all right, Grandpa, I got to get going. Um, you know, have a Merry Christmas or whatever. Mom and Dad couldn't make it to visit you. Sorry. And Grandpa grabs his arm. Comes to life. Listen just here, says, you little Listen boy. Listen here, boy. Yeah. Um, Christmas Eve is one of the darkest days you'll ever know. Scariest nights of the year. Full of evil. And if you see Santa, boy, you better run for your life. And then snap like your your fingers and goes right back to being comatose. The nurse comes in and he's like, he's talked. He just said something. And she's like, okay, whatever, you know. Uh, it's time for his bath. Do you want to help? That's what I, when I first watched, I was like, hell yeah, I want to help. Help thought, give your grandpa a bath? No, because when she said it, I thought she was saying it seductively, like, I'll show you my boobs and we'll, oh. we'll, we'll play around. We'll watch your dad and we'll play around. Like, yeah, no. I thought at first, it was a second watch where I was like, oh, she's like trying to be a. At first, it shows where my fucking mind is. Yeah. I, was, I thought she was like, do you want to help me give your brother a bath? Your, your grandpa? Because she was kind of like, she had the blonde so hair. So you'd give boobs. grandpa a bath while you're, you know, getting it with this other naked nurse chick? Hey, because Grandpa's catatonic. What does he care? He, yeah, I know. He's just as good as a pillow. Would you? you know? Let's say, okay. <laughs> Might exactly. as well be the mattress. Let's say, <laughs> but that's what I mean. You remember that one time when we were watching Your Next and it was about, you know, yeah. like I was like, hey, would you have, have sex, sex with, with a dead body? Dead body right next would to you. Would you like, okay, you're not with anyone, you're, but you're, you know, this is just hypothetical. Mm-hmm. You're you're at a party, you meet mm-hmm. this really hot girl. Mm-hmm. And she's like, let's go. She takes you back to her small apartment, but she's taking care of like a comatose grandmother, grandfather. They're yeah. there and it's only one room. And they're gonna sit there, and you get the chance to 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 bathe with her. And they're alive. This they're per- comatose, but they're, they're alive. alive. Yes, eyes open. Why would she have a dead person in her? I don't fucking- know. Eyes open. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because this grandpa had his eyes open. Yes. I don't think I would do it. I think do you that'd think be just you could weird. do it? I mean, do you like, think little Andy there's like would a be gun to my head? Yeah, I suppose it has to. I don't to, know if I could. I don't think. I think little Nick. Difficult. I think little Nick would be like absolutely not. Yeah. Like I don't think. I just think like. They're in there somewhere, you know. <laughs> They're in there somewhere. Because that nurse to me, when Joe came in and she was like, "You want to help me give your dad about your granddad about?" She was seemed super flirty. Yeah, yeah, and she was pretty. Yeah, I All agree. Right, so, well, he's catatonic, and <laughs> Joe leaves. Um, <laughs> and then we get we finally that's the end of that scene. But yeah, it's just like Silent Night, Deadly Night. <laughs> yeah, where uh, catatonic grandpa grabbed uh, Billy. 
yeah, little, little Billy. boy Billy and just said the same thing. Santa's evil. Be careful. Christmas Eve is a oh, dangerous there's, night. There's, blah, there's, blah, more, there's more coming too. So, yeah, we finally get back with Aubrey as she's entering this abandoned house. Um, she recognizes the bad smell, of course. And On the radio is, is uh, Leonard Skinner. Yeah. Ooh, that smell. <laughs> Can't you smell is it? Really? No, oh, but that'd be funny. That would be yeah. good. Can't you smell that? Or smells smell. like Teen Spirit. Um, that, that'd be cool too. It's a kind of a drawn-out scene, Andy. She does yeah. discover uh, the dead Jordan. She She's back upstairs. She's, she's you know, perusing the place. Sweeping the house. Sweeping yeah. the house. She's not supposed to be doing this alone, but mm-hmm. suddenly she does discover uh, a, a drawer. She As she opens a the drawer, there's Lana Roach's hand. Holding. Holding the phone that ringing, she hears ringing. Ringing cell phone, yeah. Uh, a ringing cell phone that she hears. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um and as she's turning around to hear a sound, like uh, Detective Loomis is entering the house, is this when they find like <laughs> when do they Sheriff Cooper? Sheriff Cooper. Yeah. When do they find the rest of the body? Because they find that's here. Yeah, yeah, they find the torso, torso and the head, and the head is sitting thank, on the shelf below thank, it. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, Cooper's like, you shouldn't have, you shouldn't have gone through the house without yep. waiting for me, you know. And she's just like, I got it, I'm fine. And he just, he's like, it's a bloody mess, you know. And in his Malcolm McDowell, this is a bloody mess with this slight English accent. He gets very Loomisy in this. Yeah. I'm pulling it out, but he does at some points get Loomisy in he's, this thing. But he's like a super machismo type sheriff, you know. He gets like, even yes. I'm on the case. Yes, he I'm does. I'm gonna find this sick bastard. It's like totally. He's like sniffing testosterone. Like later in this film, like he he becomes more like agitated, like with mach- machismo. You yeah, know? Like, I'm going to get this Santa son of a bitch. He says flat out to Aubrey, like, you can't handle this. Like, you don't have the capacity to, to handle this right now. I guess she fucked up one point, like, and I, this is what Again, I thought. more backstory would I know, nice, exactly. But... Did she fuck up because, her, like, did, was she the reason that her fucking husband died? Great question. Thank you. I also wondered it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, they know You'll never find out, students. <laughs> <laughs> so stay with us. Yeah, unless they do a prequel or something. Um, so. ooh. Um, ooh. They, but they do find big-ass, bloody uh, boot prints. This yeah. is a big boy. It looks like about a size 13. A Yeti, much like uh, my co-host over here, Professor I Andy. F- I wear 14s, but whatever. <laughs> That's fine. God this guy's God. tiny. <laughs> uh, but He's a big fella. Loomis kind of thinks like, or Aubrey thinks, hey, is this the husband? But husband's L- alibi Loomis, checks out. Loomis is like, yeah. You keep calling him Loomis, Sorry, man. Cooper. I know he paid Loomis in a different movie. Okay, so. Loomis, Cooper. Sheriff Cooper, right? Sheriff Cooper. Sheriff Cooper is like. <laughs> I don't want to confuse our listeners yeah. who aren't cinephiles about other movies like You're me. right. That's yeah. a good point. Not um, everybody is a this big guy, Halloween Just fan. so you know why I'm calling him Loomis. He played Detective Loomis in Rob Zombie's Halloween. Yeah. All right. So anyway, <laughs> Sheriff Cooper was kind of like, he's got an airtight alibi. Right. And this is where I heard that, you know, where where Aubrey's like, well, we need to call someone in then. We For need, help. And he's like, fuck the FBI. Fuck the, you know, I guess he's got a... The main road is closed. You know, just like local local law enforcement doesn't right. want to deal with that federal government right. shit. So Nobody else can get... It, it's just going to be... It's up to us to solve it because uh, nobody else can get into town. Apparently the local road is closed. The main road's closed. Yeah, which is he, one of the reasons why the sheriff wants... Or the mayor wants another road. Yeah. Uh, you makes know, sense. So kind of I mean, ties together, but makes yeah. sense. But they are cut. Uh, they're an island unto like, themselves. This is up to us. <laughs> so we, we cut to a CD hotel. Oh yeah, CD hotel where a camera. We get a creepy guy with a camera, an adult model, and lots of cocaine. Now you're speaking my language. I know this is uh, all the things we love here at Slash U. Yep. There's drugs and bubes and butts. So. And, you, and you remember Joe's girlfriend, the mayor's daughter, oldest daughter, Tiffany? Mm-hmm. Well, she's there, Andy, and she's coking it up. She's asking the photographer, Frank. Yeah. She's like, yo, so this website could only be seen, cannot be seen in the United States. He's like, yeah. nope, just in uh, Europe. 
in Asia. Asia and Guam. <laughs> She's getting paid, so I guess whatever she was there to do is uh, finished. So I believe that she was perf- she was nude modeling. Yeah, that's probably, my guess. Because the uh, the gal on the bed is uh, Maria. Maria is, is up right now. She's yeah. on her knees on the bed, swaying seductively as Frank um, photographs her, and Goldie has a video camera. Yeah, and Goldie, I think Goldie's kind of like uh, Frank's assistant. I yeah. just put her like a you know assistant on the set. So Tiffany split. She's got her money, so she's uh, jetting out. As she's walking out of the CD hotel, here comes Evil Santa. Passes her on the stairs. And I love how she goes, weirdo, and then he just kind of turns around. And turns gets, sharply at her. That look was dynamic. Oh, yeah, it was awesome. It even freaked me out when he did it. So yeah. she's like, fucking. So she definitely uh, jets out of there. Mm-hmm. And uh, we get a, a knock on the door, and Goldie's like, what the fuck? And Frank's like, who is that? Goldie thinks, well, maybe it's Mr. Snow because we are running low. Mr. Snow, yeah. Cocaine dealer, yes, yes. yes. A cocaine dealer, just maybe the dress. Maybe it's Mr. Snow. Uh, Maria's on the bed with her top off. Camera guy's begging for boobies. Frank is photographing. He's Goldie, like, go get the door. And Goldie sets the camera down, yeah. keeps it recording, and goes to get the door. But the lights, Nick, the lights are shining too brightly in Maria's face that she can't quite see past Frank at the door. So she doesn't quite realize what's happening until it's too late. Goldie opens the door, and there's Santa Claus. And he, he whips out a big old scythe. <laughs> he has a big, long That's handle yep. with a big blade, curved blade on it. And he just underhand right, right into in Goldie's guts. guts. Right in the and guts. And it comes out her back. And this is, and I thought at first, I was like, is this a vagina kill? And I was nope. like, no, it's right in the guts. And the beauty model, uh, Maria, is kind of, like Andy said, is kind of noticing something. But it wasn't until that when uh, our assistant, Goldie, drops to the ground that she's like, holy fuck. Frank, Frank turns around. He's like, what the hell? Maria runs into the bathroom to lock herself in. Frank turns around to our evil Santa. Evil Santa takes that same scythe yeah. and fucking just... I mean, I, I don't know how to... He, he just guts him right in the, the taint sack for another... <laughs> Dick kill. Dick kill. Dick Shot of the week. Shot of the week. Dick sack. Shot of the week. Dick shot of the week. Another, Dude, another one. Dick shot. Two movies in a row, Two man. Movies. I mean, God, like... I mean, should I play the lottery tonight? I mean, Oh, yeah. Fuck. You're so lucky. You're I, right. Uh... There was a lot of great kills, and Andy and I usually go back and forth about some of the kills that we really enjoy. Yeah. Um, this is my dick shot kill. I do have an honorable one that comes up later, but uh, Andy, it was just a... What a way to go. I mean, he got that point of that, like, I would say, like, a, a fucking laser couldn't have measured the exact point between <laughs> anus and nutsack. Very uh, accurate. Very accurate tainted Hit Frank shot. right in the perineum, <laughs> yes, as they uh, say, and but, all those uh, pharmaceutical commercials that <laughs> the side effects include, you know... <laughs> Skin irritation and bleeding from your perineum. This is what's happening to Frank at this moment. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All the pharmaceutical commercials have side effects. Bleeding from your perineum. So. Diarrhea. Yeah. It's not my car beeping on the... Nah. Okay. Let's keep going. We, uh, we're down in the studio. We hear the car alarm going <laughs> off. Hey, but this is like... This is after Frank's dead. All hell breaks loose. And then we're, we're only let, left with a uh, beauty girl. Poor who Maria. Just, just in, she's just in panties. Holiday panties. Yeah. And, no and, top. And no top. No shoes. No nothing. So Santa comes in to try to finish off uh, Maria. He grabs the... Uh, um, shower curtain, and he's trying to smother her, 
to suffocate her, but a gunshot rings out. Boom! Frank's not quite dead. Uh, he had a gun, and he shot through the wall of the bathroom. So if Santa leaves Maria alone to go finish off Frank, and she jumps out the second story window and lands in a pile of garbage bags. I thought I thought because they did a slow motion fall. I thought she was gonna land like on a yeah fucking like candy cane. You know, she, uh, she, no, she's fine. she made it. She's yep. okay. But she gets up and starts running away as fast as she can in broad daylight. Yes, not screaming for help at all. Maybe she's winded. Into a tree, a Christmas tree lot. Yeah. She knocks on a couple doors. No one's there. And into a, a Christmas tree farm lot. Yeah, where they sell Christmas trees. No one's there. No was, one's around. Broad it looks, daylight. It looks warm and sunny. Are they Are they in Florida? <laughs> They're in Cryer, Wisconsin, yeah, where but, it could be 60 degrees in one minute yeah. and snowing the next. That's how the things go here. Um, she pulls around, tries pounding on some doors. Yeah, runs into the tree farm. She thinks she's lost him. Yes. But then... Uh, the wood chipper there in the tree farm kicks on, starts up. <laughs> and and I wrote my notes, you just know, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> uh, she starts sneaking slowly around, exploring, thinking, did I lose him? Can I get out of here? Okay. And all of a sudden, Santa pops out from behind a tree and lops off Maria's love- leg <sighs> from about the knee downwards. Yes. Like that lower, like her calf muscle downwards just gets lopped off. She's on the ground screaming, blood gushing from the stump on her leg. Horrible. So she can't get away. Santa casually walks over, opens up the wood chipper and kicks it on, and then picks her up over his shoulder, walks over to the wood chipper, proceeds to feed her lopped off leg and foot first, and then the rest of her, starting with her other foot, foot first into the wood chipper. Blood squirting everywhere. She's screaming as she sinks down into the wood chipper. That's my dick kill shot of the week. <laughs> <laughs> dick, shot of the week. dick shot kill of the week. They fargoed her ass. What a way to go. <laughs> yeah, mean, they fargoed her, but the, it was um, it worked. Like you didn't have to. Stop. Yeah, in, in Fargo, but, Steve Buscemi but, had to. Yeah, the, but the, the <laughs> Steve, Steve Buscemi, Buscemi. Yeah, the, the other guy. But yeah. her body here in Silent Night, yeah, it, it, it cut off the machine. Yeah. So I would think the right, like she screamed all the way to like she was probably up to, to her lungs. Her, yeah. Yeah. I would think I, you'd be dead. Like right when my fucking foot hit it, I think I would just pass out from fucking. Yeah. You know, but again, a movie. Yeah. You gotta think maybe fear. Unexpected. Maybe she was peeing and pooping too out of fear. That'd be so gross. <laughs> that leaf, that fucking tree clipper was blowing poop. The wood chippers, oh. blood There's and guts fe- and fecal blood matter. Blood and feces going yeah. all over the place. So, so. what an awesome kill. So, Andy, we are back at the stage with Aubrey. Yeah. Um, she's kind of talking to uh, Brenda. She's like, this thing is planned. It's meticulous. Something's going on. Yeah. Um, while uh, she's she puts ex- Brenda, hey, why don't you go Google holiday mur- murders? Yeah. So, to Brenda. And this is when uh, they get two phone calls at the station. Yeah. One is from Crazy Betty, who owns the uh, uh, CD Hotel. The, mo- the Notel Motel. And then we also <laughs> get one from Mrs. Morewood, who is the uh, mother of our 14-year-old bratty girl that was killed. So mm-hmm. Detective Sheriff Cooper decides to go <laughs> to the Morewoods because he knows the family, and he sends... Yeah. Uh, Giles and Aubrey go to the hotel. Yep. There yeah. you go. And so, it's nighttime now. I just want to make sure that we're, yeah. we're we're falling into Christmas Eve night. Sheriff and night. and here, nighttime in Wisconsin is 4.45 p.m. <laughs> you know, maybe a little that, early. Like yeah, 1 p.m. Right, right after lunch. Yeah. So um, it's uh, nighttime early. The parade's not for another couple hours. Uh, the sheriff interviews Miss Morewood, who just says, you know, uh, 
she's almost relieved that her daughter's dead, actually, Nick. It's, she's it's like, I didn't want weird. this. <laughs> I didn't want this. I didn't want I this. I wanted some peace and quiet. Cabo, um, here I come. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> good thing I took out that life insurance policy <laughs> on my daughter. Um, she just wanted it, like, yeah. Point. She was so mean to me, but I didn't want her to she die. She just wanted her to go to boarding school. Yeah, she wanted like, her to go to boarding school. Yeah, right, right. Um, and she says to the sheriff, don't go in there. You're not going to like it. The sheriff goes in, discovers, you know, the little girl on the ground dead. You skewered my baby. There's also a little red and white package under their Christmas tree. Wink, wink. Nod, I did nod. see that. And the sheriff radios Aubrey and Giles. They are at the hotel where they've discovered Goldie and Frank dead in the hotel room and more giant footprints. Sheriff, the Sasquatch is wearing his boots <laughs> and he's here and they discover Frank's uh, Frank's dead Frank's cell phone. His last phone call was to Mr. Snow. Mr. Snow. Could that be our killer? And the same red and white present is also on the shelf at yeah, they, the hotel. They're starting to get the idea that this is the same perp. As Aubrey a, also discovers the video camera still recording. Yeah, Aubrey, yeah, she's like, you know, I can bring in the phone. Oh, and this camera that I found running. <laughs> yeah. Should I bring that in? Might be some evidence. <laughs> Why don't you bring it in? Solid police work. So things are definitely <laughs> hinky in this town ever since the mill closed. Um, you know, everyone just turns to drugs, drinking, and... Uh, Prostitution. Pro prostitute. Porno. Por porno. Yeah. Porno graphing it. Whatever it takes to get by. Um, back in the town square, Reverend Creepy is collecting <laughs> money while the OnlyFans choir sings Silent Night. You call them the OnlyFans choir? <laughs> I just said it's a bunch of hot chicks singing carols. The OnlyFans choir makes That's a them perfect... I mean, it is. I mean, this creepy fucking reverend is like, yeah. thank you. And these beautiful, It's you know, Tiffany, the mayor's yeah, daughter, and, and her friends. You know, silent yeah. night, deadly yeah. night. I'm wearing, Singing with their, really slutty, or with not, their that's knee-high boots See, they're wearing and their very sexy Santa outfits. Per, uh, provocative yeah. Christmas cl clothing. Yeah. Uh, the the sheriff wants a picture for the for the church newsletter. <laughs> yeah, and, he's only take, and he's only taking pictures of their boobs. Yeah. And really crappy pictures, too. There's a Well, it's a digital camera. It's not like a phone like with a high-res. <laughs> lens or anything. He there's it's like a disposable. Yeah. It's like this click. like this camera over yeah. here. He's got a um there's a POV, Nick, of somebody in a truck or a car watching all of it yeah. with some heavy breathing. <sighs> watching the sheriff. So, yeah, <sighs> just I like that. I do. That's a trope, but I, I love yeah. it. Um and again I want to remind our students that this is Christmas Eve, the night of Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. uh, we're back at the station and the the police force, the police team. Um, are watching this video. They see Tiff. They see Maria. Yeah, the sheriff's like, remind me to call the mayor later about his daughter. Yeah, because she was there. Yeah, he's kind of using it. I don't know if he's using it as a bartering tool, but he's just he he's 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 getting a lot from this video. But yep. all of a sudden, um, um, the the evil Santa. Uh, makes an appearance. He just jumps into frame. Very much, the, you know, quickly, but, yeah. you know, th they all jump. Yeah. And this is uh, when Aubrey decides to radio Giles, and she's like, uh, <laughs> I think we know the guy. <laughs> we yeah. already, yeah, we yeah, jumped we, about yeah. this. We got the guy. Yeah. He's wearing a mask, a Santa suit, and he's, and about he's six got feet big tall. feet. Yeah. yeah, six feet tall. <laughs> and Giles is like, Giles, is, he, he's downtown, and there's literally Santa's walking all around, and he's like, I'm going to need some help. <laughs> you know, like, there's fucking, yeah, we didn't narrow it down, so... So oh, yeah, yeah. We got we uh, cut back to uh, at the church. The church, Rev Reverend fucking yes, I've met Chris Hansen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's taking the money out of the offering tray. Yeah, so he's putting it in his pocket yeah. and patting it, and so he walks out to the altar to begin his sermon. Mm -hmm. And there's only just one sweet little old lady. Mm -hmm. It was probably just uh, like a, a you know a God fearing woman, regular churchgoer, yeah. most likely. And then uh, our evil Santa Andy walks in. Yeah, that's funny because the, the, he walks in. The reverend says, "Like, have a seat. It's a little crowded tonight." 
Yeah, you know, so yeah. There's just the two people here. He goes off. I fast forward on second watch because his sermon goes off about the ugly side of Christmas, yes. sinning, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we, uh, um, we turn to, dr- to, to drunks and to druggers yeah. and internet pornography. Super. He's, pre- he's preaching sin. Super hypocritical, as yep. most of the time happens with people who really, mm. really push those messages. Often Good get, call, brother. Good call. often get caught doing the thing that Love they preach it. against. Yep, yep. And yep. Bad Santa pretty much just grabs the pastor. Well, first he cuts off his fingers. Well, Pastor's got yeah. his hands on the pew. Yes. To... And Santa cuts off fingers on one of his hand and then picks, grabs him by the shoulder and stabs, 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 Eleven stab, times. Stab. I counted it. Eleven. Eleven. Nice. Guts that motherfucker eleven times. On the eleventh day of Christmas, My Bad Santa gave to me, me a eleven reverend that... Yeah. Eleven that, stabs in the gut. <laughs> that loves OnlyFans. Yeah. Old lady who I love, she's like, I promise I won't say a word. I'm not going to tell anybody, yeah. He gives her the money, and I just went, that's so rad. It's kind of like in Thanksgiving when he yep. feeds the cat. Yeah. When we watched Eli Roth Thanksgiving I a couple weeks thought, ago. Yeah, I kind of thought that was cool. Here's some money. It's all full of blood, but it still spends the blood same. Blood money. <laughs> it's blood money. So, um... That is the end of that scene. I wrote, uh, I, yeah, because the next thing I wrote is like, meanwhile, the town is getting uh, geared up for the parade. Yeah, we see some shots of people sitting down on the side of the street. Small town America. Parade and, time, baby. And Aubrey hits the only bar, I guess, Jack's Bar in the town square, where we meet right. another Santa, uh, Stein Carson, who used to run the mill. He was the mill foreman. Yep. A uh, very big fella, and he's eating a burger and fries at the bar. Fits the, the bartender profile. says, the profile, yeah. Stein lives up at the hotel. And she's like, the creepy... the." No tell motel and partners like no the fucking four seasons yes. yeah yeah that hotel so of course we've got Carlton. no the fucking Ritz Carlton right whatever he says so we've got no, a, I la- think you're right. you're a large right. man dresses Santa uh, out of work you know not working at the mill anymore uh, wearing big boots uh, lives at the hotel where there was just a, a few brutal murders and of course Aubrey's like hey you know sheriff and I got a guy named Stein Carson he's uh he fits the profile, and the sheriff says, "All right, well, you might be right. I'm on my way. Don't do anything stupid." And Aubrey sits down to interview but to talk to Mr. Carson. He makes contact, and she's like, "What do you like?" This is one thing uh, line that bothered me. So, do you have any plans, uh, Mr. Carson, for this beautiful uh, Christmas Eve night? Yeah, I'm gonna get my girlfriend so drunk she won't even know if I fuck her in the ass. He does say that. What a beautiful man. I know, he's such Happy a... Happy ro- holidays, Mr. Carson. <laughs> he's a real romantic, that guy. He does say, I'm going to spread parcels of joy tonight to everybody. Parcels like Coke? I think that's what yeah. it means. Yeah. I like this story, though. He goes on uh, uh, a little bit about... Um, he dives into a story about a Christmas um, in another town. Christmas can really fuck you up. Yeah. A uh, fella... Uh, uh, a husband was pissed because he found out his wife was leaving him for another man who was more exciting. Mm-hmm. Leaving leaving uh, this man with their son. Mm-hmm. So it was, so this man obviously was pissed. Mm-hmm. So he finds out his wife and her new lover are going to a Christmas party. And so he decides to dress up as Santa, make his own weapon, which is a fucking flamethrower. Homemade flamethrower. And just decides to unleash hell on her and her boyfriend. But her boyfriend does escape because he's just like, he's a coward. Doesn't the boyfriend really ran and left yeah. her, yeah. And he torched... Uh, she begged for forgiveness, but the man burned her alive. Yeah, and he does, and the killer does it every year in a different town. Yeah. Getting rid of those who sin. Mm, getting I, rid I, of the naughty people. I got that. I really focused more on that on the second watch, too. Of course, Aubrey's like, yeah, everyone's heard that. It's an urban legend. Yeah. And Carson's like, no, it's true. It's real. He's still doing it. Uh, so Aubrey pulls out her cell phone and dials a number that she has. 
And all of a sudden, Carson's phone rings. Yeah, it was a, it was a number from Frank's phone. And he jumps up and goes, "Who put you on to me? Was it Frank? That son of a bitch!" And he shoves her aside and runs. And Carson grabs her radio, or I'm sorry, Aubrey ra- grabs her radio and is like, "Carson is Mr. Snow, coke dealer. He's a coke dealer." And she takes off after him. Yeah, it's out back. It's just a real quick. It's a chase. He knocks her he down. He knocks her out. He cuts her arm. Yeah, he, he cuts her hand with a with a yeah. knife that he has. But before he can do anything else, the sheriff pulls up and he just takes off. He broke the law, Andy, but he's not yeah. the killer. He's just the town cocaine dealer. Loomis arrives and he just pretty much says, "I'm gonna get that some bitch." He's got nowhere to hide. We're closing yeah. the bars for the night. Aubrey's- which would devastate the town economically <laughs> in small town wisconsin if you closed all the bars yeah. oh my god on a holiday night because you, yeah you, jesus man I, I gotta drink in my basement you, you're you're asking to triple the murder weight rate you're gonna do that <laughs> you want to keep them bars open so yeah, i just know from growing up in a small town like the best way to cut down on crime would be to keep the bars open they open the bars during covid but ta- tavern league was like fuck that bars are open yeah. and people were like fuck yeah. yeah i grew up in a town that had more two churches one lutheran one catholic and more bars than that oh sure yeah I believe this it. is how it goes. Baby. When I lived in Baltimore, there was a, I lived in the city. There was a bar like literally on every fucking corner. <laughs> so Sheriff uh, Cooper is all about Carson. He's yeah. our guy. We're going to get him. Aubrey calls her dad and just says, yeah, why don't you stay home from the parade? Yeah. I, I you know, and the, 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 her dad just says, listen, you're not the first Bradamore to bring down a bad Santa. I love that line because this is when I was thinking dad was a killer still. I was still thinking like he's like, you're not the only one to bring down a bad Santa. You can do it. Like, yes, daughter, you can kill me. Well, that's where I got the impression that Aubrey's dad had run into a, a bad Santa at some point in the past. Oh, that's good. We don't know this yet. But but again, she does bring up Andy. Why? Like, she, she brings up I choked. Yeah, like, she, she says I choked. She mentioned something Is from the past. Is she talking about Carson? I don't he, know. When he got away because no, she choked? No, I, I don't know. But it comes back up again. Go ahead. Well, I just don't get why he says, like, you're not the first uh, Bradamore. Because we'll find out later in the movie. Yeah, but if she was married, did she just not take her husband John's name? Or Maybe it was just an intense boyfriend, fiancé. They never said husband, did they? Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I'm just going to assume that maybe it was just a really close love one. It's 2012, man. I mean, they, you know, it's... There's like um, really specific. There's no need to put labels on uh, relationships, so yeah, I'm just gonna go with that. I'm just gonna roll with it. You're right. But I Luke, was just questioning the last name. Yeah, right uh, away. <laughs> Sheriff Cooper is still, uh, belie- you know, still thinks it's Carson. Carson's our guy. Yeah. And they they argue. Uh, <laughs> it's so funny. Aubrey's like, he doesn't seem like the guy. Why would a drug dealer kill, kill his, his customers? Yeah. And Sheriff's like, don't put avocado on the burger. <laughs> Keep it simple. Yeah, keep yeah. it simple. And she's just like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, he, why would he kill Frank? And why would he kill Deputy Jordan and uh, 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 Mrs. Roach, whatever her name was? Um, Elena Roach. They, he didn't even know her. What's his motive? And he's like, now you're adding hummus and all these other things yeah. to the bur- burger. He's crazy. Christmas makes people crazy. Crazy people do murder. Cooper thinks he got his guy. Aubrey does not. So she sits in a rod. Yeah. Uh, you know, just, you know, in the town. Brent, go- Brenda gives her a file. Yeah. That says, here's the past holiday homicides state by state. So she's going over photos. Study she, the file. Yeah. She's going over these homicide photos. And wait, here comes Joe. You remember uh, the guy who stole money from his grandfather? He's on his way to uh, have breakfast at Tiffany's. No, he's on his way to probably bang Tiffany. Hell yeah. On his way, though, he does, you know, walk up to uh, Aubrey's car and, you know, he's kind of hearing about the murders and she just plays dumb. Oh, she's right. like, you know, like, hey, I heard about someone, you know, getting fried, like detective or 
Officer Jordan get in front. She's like, uh huh, no, that's. She's I don't know like, what you're talking about. He's like, yeah, I figured it was fake. Yeah. So, um, but this is the radio back and forth between Loomis and Aubrey that I really <laughs> fucking think that it's rad. Like he's like, this is, you know, this is Detective Loom, uh, Officer Cooper, but he played again Detective Loomis. He's like, I can smell it. Yeah. The smell of fear, lying in the lands. Like I mean, it was very Loomisy here. He was getting super, yeah, Loomisy. Like he's a super cop. She ends up finding in the file that Brenda gave her that that uh, there was a murder. Four people died in Metesca, Montana at the same time that our dickhead traveling Santa from yeah. earlier was also in Metesca, Montana because she had uh, his journal or remembered his, his little scrapbook. So they obviously are now suspecting him. So it's Owen. So it's so on. Now Let's yeah, go the, get him. Let's go get that traveling Santa. And so we cut to the mayor's house. And uh, it's a cool shot. It's outside. There's just an outside shot of the mayor's house. But we see, like, the side of evil Santa and his axe standing there in his hand. And his youngest daughter comes up, the sweet daughter. Like, the mayor even's like, I'm glad I have at least one sweet daughter. Yeah. That's when I was texting you. And that's when, you know, oh, I was like, is right. this? Yeah. So it's his young sweet daughter. I would say age of eight. And she's like, yeah. Daddy, would you please quit smoking? And he's right. like, I will. January 1st. January year. 1st. Here's <laughs> resolution. Yeah. She's like, I love you, Dad. She runs off. Um, yeah. Then this is when Sheriff Cooper calls uh, the mayor and says, hey. Tiffany shows up with Joe and you know, like we're going to go check out the guest house. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I mayor, thought it was the before. mayor's like, keep it, keep it quick. I want us to all drive to the parade together. So yeah, they go I mean, off. But it is kind of weird. Like yeah. if a daughter's boyfriend could have said, hey, Nick, you know, yeah. Mr. Bankhead, I'm going to go fucking. I'm going to go check out the guest house. With your daughter. I'd be like, daughter. the fuck you the are, fuck homie. you are. Yeah, yeah you so, stay in our house. So anyway, but anyway, yeah, the, the mayor. They take um, off to the guest room. Yeah, and the mayor just lights up his cigarette. His Christmas lights on the railing there in front of him go out. He's mm -hmm. like, God damn it. And then, yes, Sheriff Cooper calls him um, just to say, I'm just saying Merry Christmas, Mayor. And he's like, Merry Christmas, Sheriff. And I just want to thank you for everything. As the killer grabs the mayor around the neck with his uh, own Christmas lights and starts choking him. And poor Sheriff Cooper is on the phone just saying, yeah, there's a serial killer on the loose. We're looking for him. We're doing everything we can. And um, can't quite hear that the mayor is struggling no. for breath. He thinks this phone, he's getting he choked like, out, and he yeah, thinks the connection's yeah, bad. Yeah, the connection is bad, mayor. He just hangs up, and he's bloody cell phones. <laughs> I'm uh, the, I'm Malcolm McDowell, <laughs> bloody cell phones. Yeah. In the uh, guest room, Tiffany and Joe are uh, getting Get, it on. You know, Some she, great uh, one-liners. I'm gonna go I'm gonna lighten Santa's sack. Yeah, Santa's Look, gonna come early this year. Looks like Santa's gonna come early this year. It's hey drawn now. out. Um, but uh, she just changes into a bikini, comes back out. Uh, obviously, there's no Joe. He's not there. What? So it's... We're supposed to think he's been taken into the bathroom to get killed. Yeah, but it's he just pops out. He's been, you know... The, the door to the bathroom creaks open, and then he jumps out of the closet. And Tiffany's like, how did you get over there? Yeah. Like, how did you get across the room? Because the bathroom door just opened on its own, and, and you're now in the closet. How did that happen? He's like, what are you talking about? She's like, fuck this. I'm I'm over this. We're not doing it. And he goes over to the bathroom to show her. And he's like, look, he's in the bathroom. He's like, no one's there. And suddenly the bathroom door slams shut. Our killer Santa's behind it in the room now with Tiffany. And he's like, yeah. And Tiffany does a slow motion. And he, the, the killer Santa tears off the handle of the door to trap Joe. And uh, he goes after Tiffany. She runs. And bad, uh, evil Santa flings his axe like a like a frisbee, sideways, like flings it like, um, you know, it's spinning around in the air. Just manages to cut her Achilles tendon as she's running away, and she falls to the ground and can't get away. And he picks her up, 
And this is another not nod to Silent Night Deadly yes, Night. Yes, this was this yeah. was tough for me because it was my it was my dick shot kill in the original Silent Night Deadly Night. Right. Go ahead. He ends up picking her up, and there's a mounted uh, deer head on the wall with the antlers sticking out, and he just presses poor Tiffany against these antlers. slowly stabbing her until they pop out the front of her torso and she's essentially hanging there with these just like impaled just very much like silent night deadly just like silent night deadly night the babysitter who was in another movie later that i would forget now also topless but anyway they're all yeah that's just what it all blends together after a while then we uh, have to get to joe obviously he's still alive yeah Yeah. so uh this is a great kill kind of uh the evil santa hacks him in the back yeah Joe falls to the ground and it's just a rad kill, you know. Like, evil Santa squares up like squares a good golf up. swing, yeah, and just lays it down, cutting uh, Joe's head in half vertically. Yeah, and it is split in half. It's wonderful, and uh, I uh, that was a great, that was an honorable yep. dick shot kill to Another, me. Yeah, a couple of honorables. It's awesome. Back at the mayor's house, as evil Santa is leaving, that his little daughter is there. You know, she's just lost. She's just hurt her mom now. We never met the mom, but no, she's... The mayor's dead and her sister Tiffany's dead. She is sitting there next to the Christmas tree and, a, and some cookies and milk, and Santa comes in and gives her a bloody candy cane. And then walks away, and she's and, like, Santa, you forgot your cookies. I just thought that was cute. <laughs> Later at the parade, all the cops are patrolling. They're looking for uh, uh, rude Santa. Yeah, uh, traveling Santa, Jim. Uh, they're wondering if they should call off the parade, but Sheriff Cooper's like, I promised the mayor I have it under control. And it looks like a fun parade, Andy. And all in this parade fun, they finally run into Santa uh, Jim, the, the traveling Santa cock. And uh, when he sees that the cops are approaching him, he runs off. Yeah. And if you notice, Aubrey's dad, who was on a tall he's float. He's on a float. Yeah, he's, he's on a tall float, and he's dressed as Santa. He, he points. He points. The, go that way. And the direction, yeah. they finally catch him, and they put his uh, punk ass in jail. Yep. And once he's in jail, Andy, he's like, dude, I don't know what you're looking for. I didn't do it. Just because I'm a dick and speak the truth, you'll think I'm a killer. He tries to wax all Nietzsche and shit, like, <laughs> you know, materialistic commercialism shit that he goes on for a yeah. while. Fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. I just hit whatever. It's he just, gives, like, a big speech, yeah, mostly I, bitching about consumerism. But I, they, I they managed to tell him that he was in Metesca, Montana, when four people were murdered on Christmas Eve. And now there's a killer on the loose tonight. So they think it's him. He goes on about consumerism and happiness and all the bullshit in his cell he probably isn't going to kill himself because his name's epstein <laughs> joel joe epstein or jim epstein whatever they, they just referred to him as epstein uh so he's not going to hang himself in his cell but they all kind of sit around the police station for a bit again the deputy aubrey does not think that epstein makes sense as a killer it just doesn't feel right and the sheriff sends her to look, go back to the hotel to look for the other girl who was on that tape, wood chipper girl, Maria. Um, they didn't find her body, at least not yet. Um, but she goes and she happens to see our boy, uh, Mr. Snow, Stein Carson, heading into his room because he lives at the hotel. And she goes up to his room, opens the door, tries to arrest him, tells him to put up his hands, uh, but he pulls a gun on her and just says, you don't have it in you. And as he's about to pull the trigger, she shoots him square in the forehead. Yep. It's just, yeah, I, yeah. I think this is her kind of way of saying, I, I choked last time, but no, I'm not. The only kill in this movie that's not yep. the Santa Claus. That's it. Yeah. And um, uh, so it's She right. notices a snowflake decoration and says, it's a nine-letter word for a six-sided object. Snowflake. Yes. There you go. I think that was, if I can get cinephilely, I think that was... The sign that she's moved on from her problem. But she choking. solves. But she solves. But she the just topic? like yeah, because it's a, such a normal thing. Like, huh? I just shot a man in the forehead, and she just goes, 
oh yeah, Snowflake. That's the answer to the clue I was thinking of earlier. It's like she's not distraught over just shooting a man well, in the forehead. Yeah, well, Carson tried to cut her, and you know, yeah. he's just a lowly cocaine dealer living in a seedy hotel that used to be a foreman of a mill. Fuck him! And now he's dead. Uh, back at the station, um, you know, Giles is trying to be all stoked. He's trying to be warm with his, uh, you know, uh, Sheriff Cooper. And, you know, Loomis is just like, dude, just go home. Uh, but take out the trash on the way out. And another, <laughs> yeah. nod to, another nod to Silent Night, Deadly Night. Part uh, two. Part two. What is this, Garbage Day? Garbage Day. Garbage Day. <laughs> Ricky. So as he's taking out the trash, Giles, he notices a car. Music is coming from the car. The windows are all steamed up. It's heavy metal music. But there's no one in it. Uh, and as he looks through the window, um, he gets a knife to the eye. And a lot of dick kill shots, a lot of eye kills, Andy. You know, yeah. we've seen... Plenty of eye kills, and now dick shot kills, so... Uh, I thought it was the axe just swung around and caught him, like, on the bridge I of the nose. Like a, looked like a pointer to me, like... Yeah. So it, in it, any case, any case, he took a blade to the face. He took a blade to the yeah. face, and he's no longer with us. Poor Giles. He didn't even do anything. <laughs> no, he, he was just, like, sick that day. I know, just fucking hanging out. It was like clerks. He, did, he said he didn't get a present either. Yeah, it was kind of like clerks. He's like, I'm not even supposed to be here. Yeah, <laughs> but he didn't get a gift. No. But I guess a lot of people didn't, the, you know, if we want to really... The gift showed up at the, at the police station. I know. So but, I think that's not necessarily for just the sheriff. I think it's for everyone. Oh, okay, I got you. If but you, I mean, if I want to, you know, uh, that one might, that might have to go on our Patron uh, page. <laughs> um, so yeah, he takes a blade to the face. Aubrey uh, radios Loom, uh, radios Sheriff Cooper. She, did we say she noticed the, the same little gift? Yeah, in, she's that's is it. This yeah, is it she in radios, Carson's apartment. Yeah, she's like, their red and white gifts are markers. Yeah, he's and marking she, his victims. Yeah, she's like, my dad got one. I have to go check it on my family. And that's when Loomis does open up his get that gift, and he's like, "It's a lump of coal." A lump of coal. Lights go out. Uh oh. It's just a quick. The, the evil Santa arrives with a flamethrower, and and yeah, and this it's, is where Sheriff Cooper gets all fucking dirty, hairy. Yeah, you brought a big mistake. You, you brought, yeah, you brought a flamethrower to a gunfight, and of course he's fucking fried yeah. like a goddamn yeah. you know. He's dead. Fried like a goddamn chicken or whatever. <laughs> I was trying to think of something good, but yeah. I could he's, he's burned to a crisp. He's burned to a crisp. Yeah. Got a... Uh, see you later, uh, Sheriff, Sheriff Cooper. Cooper. Um, also known as uh, Detective Loomis. Detective Loomis. Aubrey so, bursts into her house. Yes, and it's just a sad scene. Well, she slowly walks around her dad's uh, recliner. He is there, but he's been disemboweled. Yeah, he, his, 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 his intestines, intestines are, are falling. Or so. He's in his uh, Santa throne, yeah. and all of his... was well, his chair and his recliner and his uh, but her mom's alive yeah that's, that's good, good news, news. Her mom was just, like hiding in the mom pantry was cool or though she was like i try to stop it but mm -hmm. you know that's going to be tormented family for a while very sad um so we're back at the station and uh with uh cooper and giles killed brenda the receptionist is hiding she's obviously freaked out mm -hmm. as evil santa i like how he is sweeping the police station with an you know kind of now the he has axe. an axe and that that dragging it along like, the wall i, I like and, that sound yeah. and he cuts into the sprinkling system andy and i just want to before well, i thought the sprinklers just kicked on because no, of the he, fire no he, yeah i mean but he uh, he did something where he like kicked it on because then it started spraying more oh and i think evil always looks better while wet <laughs> that should be a tagline to something yeah. evil yeah <laughs> you know evil looks better killer when wet. killer lawn Killer lawn guy with the sprinklers. <laughs> Evil looks better while wet. Or some kind of. There's um that movie coming out in January called Night Swim. Yeah. It's like a horror flick. Oh yeah. Called Evil looks better when Evil wet. Evil looks better when wet. It's a supernatural. <laughs> Water type. Park Massacre. Right. So we watched Aqua. Aqua Slash. Aqua Slash. Yeah. Yeah. Evil, Evil looks, looks better, better when wet. Than wet. Yeah. So he 
I think uh, Epstein in his cell screams like, what the fuck with the sprinklers? And evil Santa lops off the doorknob to trap Brenda in the, wherever the, she's at, the closet she's in. Come back to go for check later. Out, I'm going to come back for her later. I'm going to check out Epstein, um, who, who isn't killing himself, uh, locked yeah. in his cell. Bad Santa essentially lets him out. They end up in a fight. I mean, Epstein mouths off or whatever, and um, evil Santa takes off his glove, and he's got some brass knuckles on. Did they say something? Ho, ho, ho. They did. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't quite see it. And he it. just beats the fucking shit out of Nine. poor Epstein. Nine bashes to the head. Nine bashes to the head. Yeah. <laughs> Eleven, Eleven stabs to the torso. Yeah. <laughs> Nine bashes to the head. Um, One golden shower. Oh, God. Oh, sorry. So uh, Aubrey shows up. Uh, calling out for Brenda. Um, yeah, dead bodies. She's sweeping the police station with a shotgun, yep. looking for looking for this evil Santa. Uh, they end up getting in a fight, a fight slash chase around the station. Yeah. He tackles her. He throws her around a little bit. There you go. She gets some mace out, you know, sp- yep. manages to spray him. Um, she busts an axe out of the, the emergency axe out of the, off the thing on the wall, and they fight with their axes for a second. But she ends up. Uh, th- he ends up throwing her like through a window, a glass window, and she lands on the ground next to the flamethrower. Yeah, and as he picks up his axe to finish her off, she just gets up and sets him his ass on fire. Yeah, I mean, just so. totally. You know, you talk about roasting some chestnuts Slow-mo. on an open fire. You know, yeah. this is this is very much you think going to be the final kill, but is he dead? Andy, I say no because no. they find his mask, and it's a really cool shot. His mask yeah. is just burning. As the station burns and Brenda and Aubrey get outside, we cut back inside and just see the mask right on the floor burning and shriveling No up. body. He got away. Well, we know he doesn't get away. We see him in the next scene. Yeah, that's what I love. It's a yeah. truck, <laughs> a man with his half of his face burnt, yeah. and he's reminiscing about the, the, the date. The truck says RJ Chimney Care. On it. Oh, like you he, see that? Oh, yeah, RJ yeah, I did, chimney but care. I didn't, I didn't put it to chimney oh, like Santa, Santa chimney. Yeah. yeah, that was good. Half his face is burned. Yeah, right. and he's reminiscing about the day his dad died. Mm-hmm. Andy, his dad was the man whose wife left him. Yep. His mom was the one that was torched by his dad. Yep. He was the son that was left in the car watching uh, Aubrey's dad shoot his own father. So, so, yeah. Say it again. This is the backstory. This guy, apparently, his name was Ronald, who torched his wife because she left him for another man and Aubrey's dad was a cop pulled up and said Ronald don't make me do this yeah. and shot the guy or shot his flamethrower because he burned to death then too and this poor little kid's in the back of the truck watching as his mom his dad killed his mom and then this cop comes up and killed his dad yeah so probably in foster care but it was RJ and right. son so maybe you know he was RJ, the son yeah so he grew up and went dressed up as Santa and has gone on this killing spree. I'm gonna go kill everyone that's and not he's nice. Now partially burned. Yep. Yeah. I, yeah. That was good. So then we just roll credits. That's it. That's uh, as awesome. He drives away where the sign says "Cryer, Wisconsin." Goodbye. And on well. a scale of three OnlyFans carolers to ten OnlyFans carolers, what would you give this one? It's gotta be like a solid. Eight. I'm gonna go seven only fans carolers. Yeah. <laughs> I just think they could have missed up on the backstory. Mm-hmm. The gore was good. The lighting was good. I'm, I mean I think seven's good out of three out of ten uh, only fans Christmas carolers. I have in front of me a list of movies. Um I think it's all horror movies that uh take place or are set in Wisconsin. Have oh, something right. to do with Wisconsin. I'm not gonna read them all. There's yes. a lot of them. But it does go over um Blood Harvest. Which we've watched, yep. starring Tiny Tim. Apparently, that uh, 
took place in Wisconsin. Yeah, up near Hayward. Yeah. And Blood Hook, too. Blood Hook is on the list as well. Mysterious killer hooks his victims with a giant hook. Cicadas. Um, and it's got, it mentions a movie about Dahmer. Uh, Dawn of the Dead. Zack Snyder yeah. remade. Yeah, 20, it, uh, yeah they're, they're at the shopping mall in Milwaukee. Yep. It's in, no, it's in the fictional Wisconsin town of Everett. Oh, well, it's filmed in Milwaukee. Right. Well, there you go. And, of course, this one uh, is on there as well. Silent Night is on there in the fictional town of Cryer, Wisconsin. Well, Wisconsin's a great place to set a horror movie, honestly, because we've had some fucking freaks in this state. We could also go up. (laughs) I think it would be good because I'm seriously, you know, after I finish up with this uh, Shark of the Dead, I'm definitely going to do Girl Camp Murders, which is going to be set up in the north woods of Wisconsin. Cool. Cool. Hey, why don't we go and just get into that kill, 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 oh, kill count? Yeah. Yay, kill count. He's buying time while he reopens his notes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the kill count. Ah, oh, man. So, the beginning of the movie. We didn't know their names at first, but we learned them later. Deputy Jordan, fried uh, electric chair style, but with Christmas lights. And Elena Roach, the woman that he was uh, having an affair with on the side. They both got killed in uh, the first uh, opening scene of the movie. The bratty little 14-year-old girl. Mom wouldn't take her to the mall. Cattle prodded and then stabbed. Poor Goldie. All she wanted to do was shoot some porn, and then someone knocked at the door, and she got axed or a scythe to the gut. <laughs> she just wanted to shoot some she porn just and some make a living. Wholesome. Do a little porn. cocaine. Wholesome adult entertainment. Like every holiday should be celebrated. Yes. And then the porno photographer, Frank. Uh, Nick's Dick Shot Literal Kill of the Week. <laughs> Followed by my Dick Shot Kill of the Week, Maria. The model, the topless model, ran away from Santa only to be fed into a wood chipper. Yay. Then the mayor himself strangled with his own Christmas lights. His daughter, Tiffany, who got uh, hung up on the mounted tree, mounted uh, deer antlers. That's an honorable. So- silent at Deadly Night. Honorable dick shot kill. Yes. Love it. Her boyfriend, Joe, axed his Another head. great honorable one. Fantastic makeup and, and effects job. Yes, guess, good call, good call, good call. Stein Carson, the only kill in this movie not attributed to our slasher, was uh, Sheriff or Deputy Aubrey shot him in the forehead. Um, Giles, the other deputy, <laughs> just checking out some loud music in a car, yeah. t- took a blade to the head. And then the sheriff, yep, Sheriff Cooper, Loomis, Loomis, Sheriff Cooper slash Loomis, yes. Poor Aubrey's dad. Oh we, shit! He got killed off screen. We didn't see the death, but she yeah, discovered yeah, his. No, yeah, he's, she yeah. discovered his dead body um, with um, intestines hanging out. And then that dickbag Epstein <laughs> didn't kill himself. Uh, <laughs> he was a prisoner, and uh, you know, mouthing off about capitalism sucks and consumerism and everybody's happy. Blah blah blah. Beat to death with ho 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 brass knuckles. I count fourteen. So, that's all the deaths. There's nobody after Epstein. You're right. Santa didn't die because they showed him driving away. Yeah, that's true. 14, that's a good kill. Hey, man, uh, definitely, if you haven't uh, seen this movie, students, definitely check it out. Um, Which we did spoil it for you, but hey, you know, sometimes that can be half the fun. Andy. What are we doing next? We've only got two more left for Yuletide Love. Yeah. Um, So... You know, we're dropping one. This is going to be on the uh, 18th, if you're listening to this. Right. And then we have one coming out on the 25th, which is uh, Christmas. We're still yeah. going to drop one on Christmas, and we're still going to drop one on New Year's Day. So we have two left, Andy. I, we have to do it. Sorry, brother. We have to do it. Which one are we going to do? Silent Night, Deadly Night 4 for Christmas. Oh, for Christmas Day. What yeah. are we going to do for the 18th? 
What? Which one is this? When is this dropping? This is dropping on the eleventh. Ooh, I got one. You want to do Hanukkah? <laughs> oh shit! Should we hit pause? Let's hit pause and discuss it. We'll be right back. Okay, so that was Silent Night from 2012. I hope you all are enjoying Slash Yuletide. Yuletide. I thought we had two. We have three more coming out. Yeah, we, we have, have three more episodes before we take our little yep. January, which I still think maybe we month. could put. We still could maybe put one out. So we have uh, this. As you're hearing this, it'll be December 11th. You know, thank you for if you're listening on the day it came out. Then the 18th <laughs> will be our next one, and the 25th. Silent first. Night, Deadly Night 4, and then uh, <laughs> we'll get and then January 1st, we'll do some kind of New Year's thing. Good Burger 2. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but coming next. One hour, 11 minutes, 2009. One hour, 11 minutes? <laughs> Did I hear you right? It's 71 minutes. Bikini Bloodbath Christmas. Woo! Jenny and Sharon are stalked by a killer chef again? This time, it's Christmas. This that makes me wonder if there's other another time where they've been stalked by a killer show. Well, yeah, Bikini Bloodbath. Of course, there you go. But it's Christmas. Yeah, so, it's Christmas. Same deal. I was advocating for one called Hanukkah from 2019, which you guys can check it out in your free time, because I wanted to include other you know, holidays. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, like Kwanzaa and Hanukkah yeah. and all that good couldn't stuff. couldn't find any Kwanzaa-related horror I, movies. I will say, though, Andy, when we do go over an hour and a half, and yeah. they get, and this, I think Hanukkah was like an hour. Hanukkah's f- an hour 46. Yeah, that's, that's almost, a little I, much I for us. I think that's when we're going to start pushing, the, where people yeah. are like, holy cow, this episode's going on. Holy cow, we're at a... We're at an hour 16 right now. But if you're interested in Hanukkah, I want to lobby for it a little bit. It is $5 rental from... Amazon. A group of Jewish young adults are in for a festival of frights. With the help of a rabbi, they deduce that they're being targeted because they have violated Judaic law and their only chance of survival is to embrace their faith. I watched the trailer. Looks like a cheesy, campy slasher, but uh, centered around um, the festival of lights. Eight crazy nights and all that jazz. Well, but we're not doing that one. We're watching Bikini <laughs> Bloodbath Christmas. We were going to do It's a Silent or uh, si- It's a uh, Wonderful, it's a wonderful knife, knife. Which I did watch. So but many options. I know, but I still think that we need to have some more fun. I mean, yeah. It's a Wonderful Knife is like the Bikini Bloodbath Christmas. Going to be goofy fun. I hope it's going to go take us back to the days of Ouija Shark. Hey, Andy. Yes, Nick. Uh, happy slash Yuletide, and it's time to go watch some hockey. Let's hit it. Yeah, baby, baby, buddy. I said buddy and baby at the same time. Yeah, baby. Uh, thank you all for listening, and check out our socials. We said them at the beginning of the show. Sorry if you missed it. You're tuned in late. Hit rewind. Um, and other than that, class dismissed. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs>